welcome to Destination Wedding Pod. I'm Laisha and Christina is missing because some stupid idiot called her and now she's outside smoking. So I am left here to hold on for it by myself. So what do you guys want to do? This podcast, I'm really surprised it hasn't taken off yet. Is she serious? She's back. Stop talking about her. Welcome us. Did you hear about the two spiders who just got engaged? I hear they met on the web. (laughs) I had heard about those, actually. I had heard about those. Did you already introduce this or what? No. Yes, I actually did. Really? Yeah. But would you like to introduce? Because I didn't introduce you. I just introduced myself. I'm Christina. Welcome to Destination Wedding Pod. So yesterday we were sitting in our office trying to record an episode. And then we thought, maybe we won't record episodes anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we won't talk about weddings. Maybe we'll just disappear completely. And then we were actually seriously probably about about to get up, right? Don't you think? Yeah. We we were just (laughs) drop mic for real. Like truly drop our mic. And then uh, I don't know what she said. I don't know what happened. Somebody said, let's look at, I did. Because I'm the one with the great ideas all the time. And the positivity. And the positivity. So I was like, yeah. I was like, um, why don't you just go in there and check? And if there's been nobody listening, let's just see what's happened this week. So she gets on the air and immediately she's like, there's been three downloads today. So to you that fucking downloaded our episode on 5-20-2022, I hope you enjoyed it because <laughs> we're here to fucking stay another week. At least, <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't know who those three people were. I know it wasn't mom. So, I mean, I really do know that. So yeah. that, that, thank you. <laughs> thank you. You've given us the validation <laughs> we needed. Without you, we really wouldn't have went, really, truly, truly, I'm being serious as fuck. We yeah, wouldn't have We don't it. know if you guys want us here or not. I mean, We're that, assuming not. Also, Alicia's got to fix the, the email address again, it's, but it's not a big deal. I just got an email about it today. What do you mean? It's broken? I'm having problems with other things, yes. What the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, so welcome. Um, So we're just now just looking up shit to say. (laughs) Yeah, we don't know what you want to hear. We don't know if you want to hear us. We'll keep talking. You keep listening. Yeah. And as long as you download, we'll know that you've listened, right? So. Yeah. (laughs) I love that I'm going to start with a story. (laughs) Okay. So this is from, I think BuzzFeed is where I found these, some of these stories. Mom says I'm repeating them. I don't care. They're funny to me again. So if they're not funny to you again, I, fuck off. But so it's from <laughs> the person's point of view. He said, I saw the bride and groom get in a huge argument after, after the ceremony where the bride produced their actual marriage license and set it on fire <laughs> in front of the entire reception. <laughs> <laughs> Good times, good times. How can you? <laughs> what like, do you was have, the fire? Could have happened in a, I mean, an hour. You can easily say sometimes there's an hour between the ceremony and the reception. That bitch lighted it on fire. She probably wasn't even a smoker. Lighted it, lit it. Anyway, I liked. I know that's very small, but that shit was fucking funny. Yeah, mine are much longer than that. So. <laughs> Strap in. Uh. Am I the asshole for kicking my brother and his family out after his son stole my engagement ring? Oh, my God. No. 
The reason I know is because I literally caught him in my room going through my things. My nephew is nine and he has a habit of stealing things. They've gotten in trouble a few times at stores because he'd leave with something in his pockets. But of course, because he's a kid, they usually just say he forgot he had it. Um, even at school, my brother has told me that they have had to come talk to the principal on a couple of occasions. Doesn't seem like they've done anything to stop it. They had to come stay here with me because my brother lost his job and they weren't going to make it with all their bills, including rent. He's doing Uber right now while he searches for a job and they can move out. I didn't want to because of my nephew specifically, but family is family, I guess. A month ago, I finally bought an engagement ring for my girlfriend that I was planning on proposing to soon, but now I don't know. <laughs> It's a $4,000 ring that I spent over a year saving up for. It's been hidden in my room under one of my drawers. One time when I found him snooping in my room, I told my brother to control his damn kid, <laughs> then got one of those cheap spy cams in my room just in case. Oh, then God. last week, I noticed it was out of its box. After checking the cam, it showed he was there. He was in there again when I wasn't home. My brother and his wife have yelled at him. <laughs> He says he left it by the TV in the guest room, but it's not there. They looked through all their stuff and his too. I know for a fact he's lying about not having it because that's the same thing he said about one of my watches he took, then ended up finding it. By the second day, my brother tells me that they can't find it at all. And I told him either they find the ring or he repays me the $4,000 I spent on it. If not, they can't stay here anymore. My, bro my brother got really upset. He told me... I know how their situation is right now, and yeah, it's a tough spot, but I couldn't ignore the fact that his kid, his kid that he can't parent took something extremely important to me that cost a lot of time and money. They were given a week to leave my house if they don't find the ring. They're having to stay at a cheap motel, but my brother won't stop begging to come back because what they're paying right now each night is coming directly out of their savings. He won't stop calling me heartless about letting something like this come between helping them out through a difficult time. And my nephew keeps saying he's sorry. It's just hard right now to want them around. Don't even know what to do about the ring. And every time I think about it, it just makes me so mad that it's hard to care about their situation. Does that make me an asshole? No. I mean, like, first of all, f yelling. I mean, okay. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to say that I believe in capital punishment, but <laughs> hit your kids. Hit your kids. Like, oh, no, I mean, if, if you're not going to hit them, fine, but punish them. Yeah. They want it. Ask Lucas. I'm fixing to bust his ass right now. I mean, I understand that if the kid is stealing. From your fucking uncle that's giving you... And he's not stealing food. He's not stealing washcloths. He's stealing $4,000 rings. Yes. And watches. Like, fuck him up. Yeah. However that is. Like, like apparently there's some other things going on that are, you know, that we don't know. I mean, so, yeah. I mean you know. Oh, probably. Yeah. Um, I have an update. Okay. I found the ring. It was a stressful day doing a deeper search in my house, trying to think like my nephew and looking in places where I think he'd hide something if he really didn't want it to be found. And the decision was if it really wasn't found and my brother wasn't able to get him to talk or they would then they wouldn't be able to or they wouldn't be able to pay back what I'm owed, then the police would get involved. 
He did beg me not to, but I told him, then you better pray I find it or you come up with the money to pay me for it. Call the police. That's a good, that's a good thing besides whipping him. <laughs> I'm with that. You're some police calling folks. <laughs> yeah. Guess both our prayers worked because guess where I found it? In the freaking sink. The sink. And that's... Thanks to the comments who told me to look in those places. I don't know what I would have done otherwise. It was the sink that was in their guest room, and I'm glad that he didn't just throw it away. Um, to, um, you guys don't know how freaking relieved I was to find it. It took some work to remove the trap under the sink to get it out, but I was just so happy to find it. Same night, my girlfriend got back. I proposed to her, and she said yes. After a nice romantic dinner, just the two of us at home. The plan was to wait, but after all this shit, I thought, fuck it, I'm proposing ASAP before anything else happens. (laughs) After my brother heard about me finding the ring, he thought this meant that they could come back. I said no. He wanted to argue about this again. All I told him was that he's lucky I haven't gone to the cops since there was already video evidence of his son taking the ring and there's no way I'm letting them back in when my nephew wouldn't even say what he did with it. I talked with my nephew myself after I found the ring, but he just said he didn't want to tell anyone because then we'd be mad at him for hiding it. (sighs) Honestly, I just don't have the energy for them anymore. His problem is their problem and hopefully... Hopefully they get him help before it's too late. Only thing important to me is my fiance and I starting our lives and planning our wedding. Thank you, Reddit, for your help. Well. Um, I just received this news after already submitting my post for approval and just wanted to add because I'm so happy, but girlfriend also informed me she's pregnant. She found out while she was on her trip and was waiting for a good time to tell me. Oh, well. I mean, I hope she didn't read the part up front where she, he didn't know if he was going to marry her or not. Remember that? that because he lost the ring. Oh, uh, okay. Like, was he was so other. upset that he didn't know if he could propose now. Oh, uh, okay. I see. Um, so, listen to this. And I've had this happen before, kind of. So, I was the flower girl in a wedding when I was six. The ceremony was going fine until the kiss. The groom looked into the crowd, laughed, and said, I don't want to kiss her. Everyone thought he was joking, but he really would not kiss his bride and left her standing there totally embarrassed, even at age six, always dumbfounded. The last, the marriage only lasted a year. Can you imagine what, I mean, like, but the, I've had, I mean, she didn't say not to kiss me, but she didn't want to mess up her lipstick. Like, do you remember that? No. I was like. Who? I don't know. One of the weddings. One of my first ones. Um, but I'm going to go into, so this is, um, I one like it cause I have a little bit more than you, but so I went to a large wedding where the bride and groom wrote their own vows. The bride was my friend and she read her heartfelt romantic vows first. When it was the groom's turn, he paused, blushed deeply, which seemed sweet and romantic until he opened his mouth. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. I'm going to read you hers first because they edited. They didn't put it in at first. Hers were, I've waited all my life to find a love like my parents and grandparents have. The moment I met you, I knew you were the one for me, and my heart is overflowing with joy today to become your wife, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ready for his? Mm-hmm. Awkward silence while standing, staring at his vows on the NX car as clear as his throat. <clears> throat> 
you nagged me for years to marry you, so I hope you're happy now that I'm here in this monkey suit tying on the ball and chain that I'll have to drag around for the rest of my life. I vow to take good care of you by mowing the lawn, taking out the garbage, and taking you out once in a while like a good husband should, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Is this a joke? No. Was he being serious? Yeah, no. So it says the shock. He's like, she's like, I can't imagine what he was thinking when he wrote his vows, and I can only hope his intention was to be humorous and not cruel. His vows made light of marriage in general and the bride herself, and the bride herself. It came across as passive-aggressive dig at her and was no way funny or loving. The shocked look on her face broke my heart. The minister looked like he'd sucked a lemon, and the guests started looking at one another in astonishment. Although the groom was dislikable and an immature person, no one had expected that he would humiliate, humiliate his bride at the altar. My friend, the bride, pulled it together before he finished reading his vows and laughed it off, as did some of the guests, but you could tell it ruined their day. Worst wedding I ever attended. What the fuck? <laughs> I, since you've nagged me, here we are. That's I horrible. Yeah. A couple years ago, I was dating a guy named Tay, he, and he told me that some friends of his that I didn't know were getting married, but they'd inviting him, they'd ha, they had invited him and guests, so would I like to be his date? He'd take care of the gifts since I didn't know the couple. He said I'd find them somewhat strange, but how strange could a wedding be, I thought. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I said I'd be delighted to go. Big mistake. It wasn't just a tacky wedding. Everything about the wedding was downright horrific. One disaster after another. I shudder to think about it even now. To start off, the wedding was held outdoors (laughs) in the dead of night on a full moon in front of a cemetery. Wow. There were even no decorations in the wedding area. The closest thing there was the flowers scattered throughout the cemetery. (laughs) Most of the guests wore black. Some even had black hair and makeup. Even male guests. I couldn't (laughs) believe it. And one woman wore a floor length or ground length, I suppose, (laughs) white gown. Another guest was carrying a cat. Another was carrying a snake. (laughs) You get the idea. The bride and groom had hired a string quartet. They were dressed all in black leather. (laughs) When I'm saying it like that, they put it in bold. I get it. And didn't play anything that wasn't in a minor key. (laughs) Even Here Comes the Bride music sounded like a dirge. (laughs) The wedding party, that's where I finally admitted myself it wasn't going to improve. (laughs) There were two male and two female groom's attendants. Oh, God. And two male and two female bride's attendants, too. <laughs> there was no clear maid of honor or bridesmaid oh, or no. best man. The groom's attendants all wore purple shirts and black pants, purple lipstick and black eye makeup and white face paint and carried one white candle. <laughs> the bride's attendants all wore white shirts and black pants, black lipstick and eye makeup and white face paint and carried one purple candle. No flowers, pants on the female attendants and makeup on the male attendants. <laughs> then oh, came the couple. 
The groom wore leather pants and boots and a white open neck shirt. In any other setting, that shirt may have been nice, if not a bit, if a bit 19th century. <laughs> Needless to say, it may have been the highlight of the event. Anyway, he was wearing a leather collar. Oh, well. Five earrings and an eyebrow ring and the same makeup as his attendants. And his hair was purple to match it. His attendants and the bride's attendants candles and the bride's gown. <laughs> Where do I begin? Okay. She was about a foot taller than the groom. Wow. She wore white face paint and black lipstick and eye makeup that swirled onto her temples and cheekbones. Aww. And combat boots. <laughs> <laughs> no veil, no train, no flowers, nothing. Her gown showed off her arms, back, and some of her legs above her boots. It also showed off the tattoos she had all over those parts of her body. Her black hair was pulled back to show off the seven rings in each ear. Oh, God, she was killing the earrings? I guess so. It's important. I don't know who told these people that this was acceptable at a wedding. The pastor Aww. was old. He looked about five minutes away from disintegration. Oh my God. The blessing was unbelievable. He said the most appalling and inappropriate things, like how and like how in just a few years, in just a few short decades, they would be buried here in the cemetery, oh side by side, six feet under, and matching coffins, <laughs> rotting together for all eternity. Wow. I remember that part word for word because it was in the Adams family. I thought I was going to be sick. Not at the imagery, but that at the fact that it was being said as nuptials. <laughs> I only stayed because I wasn't sure I wanted to be seen leaving early by these people. Needless to say, <laughs> I spent most of the ceremony reconsidering dating anybody who'd had the, oh this God. type as friends. We all had to walk to the reception, which was at a big old house three blocks away from the ceremony. The leather string quartet came with us to prov provide music there, much to my dismay. <laughs> I didn't get better. It didn't get better away from the ceremony. The house was dimly lit and full of cobwebs. There was no champagne. Instead, they had a lot of red wine to drink and toast with. <laughs> I didn't recognize a single one of the dishes in the buffet, and a lot of them were cold. There was no planned seating arrangement. They barely had tables. A lot of people had to just stand around holding their plates in one hand with their wine glass on a nearby sideboard or else sit on a sofa with their plates on their lap. Tay managed to get us seats at a table, but then I had to work to avoid making eye contact with anybody. <laughs> Since there was no best man, nobody made a speech, and most of the guests who tried to dance didn't have partners. All the gifts, <laughs> all the gifts had been given earlier, and they were on display on a table. Not one of them was an appropriate wedding gift. Only one person had given money, and he had folded a check up and put it in a puzzle box. Tay pointed out the gift with the tag that said, From Tay and my name. It was a pair of hip flasks, one with a dragon on it, the other with a skull and crossbones. So I wrote two notes. Oh, no. One saying they should be disgusted at what they're doing to the tradition of marriage. Oh, my God. And another breaking up with Tay. And then went to the bathroom and climbed out the window. Oh, my God. Needless to say, I've been screening my calls ever since. 
what like they're, now they're gonna put a hex on you like i i know you saw that at the beginning because you don't want to leave their ceremony but now they really are because you had to write a note to them how they not to do their shit whatever i think that could be really cool the wedding yeah no i know i think so too but i'm saying she was that was her issue yeah people 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 let people be what they want to fucking be right I have I mean, a part two that the oh. bride wrote. Oh, oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. She said, this happened at my own wedding. I'll be the first to admit it was unconventional. My now husband and I were very into the goth scene at the time. I was actually a writer for a well-known horror magazine and hubby to be worked as a gore designer. Think slasher flicks and you get the idea. We were therefore very into the scene as were most of our mates. We chose to hold a goth wedding cemetery memento more style imagery the whole nine yards. It was a few years ago and yes, I do things differently now. But at the time and since my more than loving friends went at their leather togs with gusto and a good attitude. (laughs) I had to give you a rundown on my untraditional wedding before getting to the main course. A good friend of my husband-to-be was invited with his guest. The friend, who I'll call T, <laughs> was not a subscriber to all our lifestyle, but had been more than supportive and got completely into the swing of things. T's girlfriend, however, was another story. <laughs> I didn't hear about it at the time as I was a nervous bride and my friends and family, God bless my mom and sister, kept this girl from me. But I gather she spent the whole cemetery, <laughs> she spent the whole ceremony <laughs> bitching at those who looked normal, which is her quote, uh. about, about the setting, lack of decor. We were in a cemetery, what? Would bows and flowers be on the gravestone be more appropriate? (laughs) Makeup on boys. My mates and I have oodles of friends who are gay, straight, and everything in between. If they come in glitter and neon, if they were happy, I'd be happy. (laughs) Who was this woman to belittle us? And (gasps) my freaking footwear. I had a long dress and chose to wear comfy shoes as opposed to new ones. (laughs) So this stranger is accepting our hospitality whilst yipping to a lot of our close friends about how nasty and uncouth we were. (laughs) Even her boyfriend was embarrassed by her behavior. She went off about our choice of a cold buffet, although it was a seafood bar, and refused to sit with any of our friends. T actually went and set up a table for her and her alone so she wouldn't be, quote, contaminated. Oh, God. The one interaction I had with her involved her commenting, wow, I'm amazed your husband knew where to put the actual wedding ring. Oh, my God. When I'm, I am quite pierced and, in fact, have several tattoos, but what the hell? Do my brow rings somehow nullify the wedding ring? As a final indignity, this girl left a note in my bouquet. Oh, my God. I did not realize until I read this part earlier that it was in her bouquet and listen to this shit written on tissue accusing me of making a mockery of marriage and telling me the bride to tell t that she didn't want to see him anymore (laughs) all i can say is that husband my husband and i are still deliriously happy and t is now married to one of my best friends while we might not do things the way we did neither jay nor i regret our wedding and all this girl did was prove to me that i had the best most unjudgmental most loving friends and family ever (laughs) wow what the 
Fuck. I can't believe. Like, even if you have shit to say, don't say it. You don't have to put everything out there. You don't. You don't. You do not. Um, so, I was an attendant at my best friend's wedding. Her father walked her down the aisle, and while he was not visibly drunk, he had a hard time walking behind her to take a seat. He stepped on her dress, ripping it from her back down to her <gasps> ass, which revealed her red thong. Aww. They had to stop the wedding so she could safety pin it back. That sucks. I know. And she it. had a red thong on for her husband. I know. But maybe, I mean, I don't know. It's not like that happens. I think maybe she, I mean, it has to be. At this point, with all this stuff we're learning, it has to be a sign, right? So this I've happened had, during- There's been many of times that, I mean, dresses have ripped. But no, not like and, that, though. But you don't ever. There are so many layers that you can't even really but see. But her thong came through. Yeah, that's that different. Sucks, what about this? Yeah. What? He never talks until we don't need him to. Um, <laughs> so he says, this happens during my second wedding. The efficient asked, I think we've done this before, but still. Does anyone have any reason these two should not be wed? A storm was coming, and at that exact moment, a very low rumble of thunder came from the sky. Can you hear it? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> ah, everyone just stopped and looked up. I said, maybe try it again. Everyone chuckled. He asked again, and nothing else happened. Well, I found out five months later that she'd been cheating on me for a while, and we aren't together anymore. I think at this point... I mean, I probably should have stopped and checked on everything when my sand thing broke, you know? (laughs) A few years ago now, my parents informed me that they have been swingers since I was 11 years old. Oh, dear. That was over 15 years ago. not a good start. I feel I should mention, while I am only able to sustain one romantic relationship (laughs) at a time, I embrace any lifestyle that involves informed consenting adults. Same. What threw me for a loop was that the family narrative that I had been telling everyone, including myself, was altered irrevocably. I've been in therapy working on my feelings of anger and anxiety that have been busted loose by this revelation. While my parents love me, I don't think they really understand how troubling this has been for me. Since the time of my parents coming out, they have been involved with a woman named Myrtle. Myrtle. I hope that's her real name. Myrtle the turtle. Myrtle is an otherwise single woman who has recently adopted a baby and about a year after that gave birth to my half-sister. My parents have been very involved with both children and have built and moved into a house across the street from Myrtle. Periodically, I have sat my parents down to ask them questions like, what relationship do you expect me to have with these children, and how formal is the relationship with you guys and Myrtle? They insist that they are not and will not be entering into anything formal with her, that if she finds someone to be monogamous with, they'll just go back to being neighbors. Yet it seems whenever I call, they are at her house or at swimming lessons with the kids or just coming back from a trip together. Sometimes I feel like I've lost my parents. Last week, my father informed me that I must invite Myrtle to my upcoming wedding. Wow. To be fair, I did tell him that given their financial contributions, they are entitled to a limited number of I insist cards to be used judiciously. He claims she is unlikely to come. I don't understand why they want me to invite her. I don't really want her to be there. The space is limited. The guest list is small and only includes family and the dearest of friends. Do I play the good daughter and invite her? 
Should I just recruit uh, some friends to play keep Myrtle away from me on the big day? Should I call my parents and find out why they want me to invite someone that they deny having a formal relationship? Should I just say no and cope with any resulting tension? I just don't know what to do. What would you do? That's really tricky because, I mean, a pa- there's a half-sibling, so to yeah. me... Oh, yes, absolutely. In my opinion, and now, like, and if they're, if they're the sibling, and the person that's been adopted, they've been adopted, is just like that same sibling. Right. So that means that that's their child, and the, well, the mom is... Yeah. So, I mean, I may be just blah, reaching, but it sounds like she's not... The, she's I don't know. She doesn't want to have the relationship with Myrtle and the kids. It's not that her parents... I don't think her parents could be doing and that. And I get that it's weird for you, but... Yeah, especially if they're paying for the wedding and they have the money to do that. And would it be different it. if, like, it was a friend situation and they were all really good yeah. friends? Would you invite her then? Right, but I don't understand having something to do with that. I have siblings. siblings so yeah, I don't get siblings that. Siblings me. But also, they also said that Myrtle wouldn't come. So then you're just doing. So maybe that's the the parents trying to, you know. Yeah, mom wanted me to invite somebody, saying that he wouldn't come, and I said. Yeah, I'm just not. to what's it called? It was a peace offering, or it's like a start, you know? Yeah, to yeah. maybe. I mean, I think that you should invite her. Probably she won't come, but maybe it can be a start of a relationship with your sibling. Right. Okay. Here's an update. Okay. Myrtle did not attend the wedding. Though we did wind up inviting her. Uh Turns out you were all right. My parents had split in the months before the wedding, but were mainly, but were maintaining appearances. Subsequently, my parents got a divorce, which I only learned about a few months after it happened when my father finally emailed me and my brother to let (laughs) us know. And my mom bought her own place and moved out i didn't speak to my father for a year because i was being constantly manipulated he wasn't telling me the truth about my own family we are now speaking but it's pretty shallow stuff at this point we are working on rebuilding but i'm still angry sometimes and it's hard for me to trust him so their dad so you don't read the other comment so then I guess her dad got with Myrtle with her new family. Forgot to add, dad married oh. Myrtle three <laughs> months after the divorce went through. See, like, I be knowing stuff. <laughs> I'm like Myrtle. I'm not like Myrtle. Yeah. I don't know why I feel like Myrtle's a psychic. Yes, no. Like, well, that's a whole fucked up family dynamic already. But I yeah. think, I mean, maybe, but it sounded like they wanted her to start accepting this person was going to be a part of their lives. Yeah. But also don't invite who you don't want to, except for when the position, when, when you're somebody's paying for it though, I feel like you, like, and you tell them that you have this many cards, you have to kind of do yeah. it. Yeah. If somebody gets that many, uh, must invites, then they can use it on whatever they want. Yes. 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 So handwritten invitations. A bride saw this and thought it was a lovely touch, so she handwrote all of her invitations and adorned them all. Sounds romantic, right? Sure. Not quite. Number one, she used no big paper. Spiral veil. Oh, good. You can tell. I can't. <laughs> Will you come to my wedding check, yes or no? <laughs> you can tell there are still some edges left on the paper. Number two, she used a pen that blobbed. Oh, my gosh. Number three, she crossed off any errors. 
What the hell? Number four, the adornment with stickers. You know, the cute little ones with kitties that say no, get well soon. How old you. was this person? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing that set the theme at all. Her hands were not clean when she wrote them. Seriously, I saw a ramen noodle attached to mine. <laughs> <laughs> Number six, she used pink ink. So cute. Not. She folded them to fit into normal envelopes. Oh, shit. Um, which had more stickers on it. And number eight, she had, had misspellings abound. Number nine, the pink pen she used ran out halfway through my invitation and she switched to green. <laughs> no, this is not real. Number 10, she dotted all the I's with little hearts trying to set the theme. These were the obvious errors. If you have someone with really good handwriting, this might work. She did not. So she even had bad handwriting. It says it was. There was a picture. I don't remember what it said, though. It was like two, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> They were trying to be thrifty, DIY, where it went wrong. Thrifty and DIY are not the same thing as yeah. cheap and not giving a fuck. Right. You want to hear something about cheap and not giving a fuck? Yeah. Always. Maybe this is... I mean, maybe... Okay. I might be being a bit. Okay. Okay. That's normal. So, no, it's not. <laughs> so, we were at an upscale black tie wedding that took place in the gardens at Disneyland. The bride drove up in a Cinderella's carriage. It was very expensive and very beautiful, and most of the people were dressed to the nines, except for one of the bride's relatives, who wore flip-flops. Not even sequin ones or something dressed up. There were black plastic flip-flops with a plastic flower glued on it. It was odd and incongruous. incongruous. I couldn't believe it. Oh, and it wasn't some teenager or young lady... It was an old woman. I know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lady well into her 50s. Mind you, I could understand someone wearing sandals for a garden portion of them, but she was wearing them inside during the reception and dinner inside the hotel. She also had, had, not, a, had not had a pedicure in quite a while. A nice petty might have saved it, but alas, it was so, so odd. <laughs> I mean, did she go to the wedding thinking? <laughs> Nobody's going to notice my feet. <laughs> Maybe. Poor thing. She may not have had anything. So I knew I was being a bitch. Whatever. I mean, I wouldn't have worn them to a wedding. <laughs> Can you see them on your head, though? Those oh, yeah. I have had them. <laughs> I've gotten them for a gift and threw them right in the trash. Anyway, that's all I have for the day. I won't mention who it was, in case they're listening. But if they're not, they live in Oregon, and their name oh. is Karen. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening to this month's episode. Or whatever. Yeah. Destination wedding. Destination, what did we say the other day? It was good. About not, we don't even know what we're about. No. We don't. Thanks for listening, for real. I mean, if you want it to continue... We check it every six or eight months. <laughs> we'll try to keep recording. We don't know what to record. Yeah. You guys aren't sending us bit stuff. No, and we're like, we try to find stuff, but it's not. It's running out. Yeah, I mean, if I start telling stories about my life, I might get sued. So. <laughs> and I will get sued. <laughs> okay, see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>